Of all the programs that I'm able to do with WellMed Medical Management, this one is my absolute favorite. It's called Take 10, and we are delighted to welcome Dr. Jamie Heisman. Dr. Heisman is a nationally known psychotherapist. Dr. Jamie, an expert on caregiving and addictions as well. Carol Zerniel, our co-host, normally with us, but she is on special assignment with WellMed Medical Management and the WellMed Charitable Foundation, working 24 hours a day literally, on COVID-19 and the coronavirus. So is Dr. Jamie and moi. I'm Ron Aaron. Uh, Jamie, we talked a couple weeks ago on Take 10 about stress, about what caregivers are feeling, about caregivers who are now, uh, because we're still mostly sequestered in our homes uh, to prevent transfer of the virus, uh, who are feeling more and more stress. And now along comes a warning about Cyber wars that may be launched by foreign countries trying to take advantage of America's current situation. Is there a limit as to how much stress people can deal with? Well, Ron, yes, most definitely. And look at Carol being away. I always think about uh, while the cats are away, the mice will play. So you and I uh, get to do this show, and, and I love working with you as well. Me too. I'll miss Carol and looking forward to her coming back. But there's no question that consuming a huge amount, an overwhelming amount, let's say, of difficult news uh, has a huge impact on our mental health. And it, it creates a new stress that I often say is will trigger old, unresolved stress. So we're not just feeling stress in a vacuum. It's not just COVID-19 and this awesome amount of information overload that we're taking in. It's also feelings of hopelessness and helplessness maybe in the past that we've never resolved and we're unable to take control of that now triggers that. So trauma will usually trigger other dramas and traumas that are left unresolved. How's that? And how do we uh, as a society uh, get our hands around and digest the numbers of people who have contracted the virus approaching 60,000 dead? We're going to surpass how many Americans were killed in Vietnam. Uh, how do you wrap your hands around that? Well, Ron, it's awesome. And it's, in, I mean, it's overwhelming. It, it really is. And I guess we have to realize that, you know, there's some things we have to let go of. That we're some things we are powerless until we get to the voting booth, maybe in the elections. That we have to acknowledge to ourselves, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Well, so if we're not president of the United States or the executive branch or Congress, how on earth can we literally change this awesome thing called COVID? Uh, grant me the strength, except something I can't change. The courage to change the things I can, which is our reaction, ourselves, our ability to respond. And the rest of that goes, and the wisdom to know the difference. So if we can internalize that phrase, that old biblical phrase, we might be a lot better off. Uh, that's a phrase that uh, many who are in AA wrap their minds around, others in Narcotics Anonymous and other uh, situations, uh, they represent what is a reality. You can't fix what you can't fix. Right. And addictions, that's a great metaphor, because addictions are a cunning, baffling, chronic illness that creates, you know, um, death and mayhem if left unchecked. So there's not a great difference between that and the viral uh, burning of the, the entire world right now. We're, an addict is powerless over the addiction, but an addict can also know what they're not powerless over, which is their recovery, their ability to 
get grounded, their ability to go to meetings, to get a sponsor. And so for us, we are powerless over this widespread uh, virus. And I think our, our politics and executive branches and everybody started to see that. But we're not powerless over our response, our recovery, the way we can actually take care of ourselves in this information, actually traumatic uh, overload. So let's break it down to the basic cell level, meaning people in their homes uh, who are uh, locked up, in essence, uh, with a loved one, who are maybe a caregiver, who may have kids in the home. Every list of things that I've seen that puts you at risk for illness, for suicide, for divorce, uh, everything involved in that is what we're doing now. We're homeschooling. Wow. You talk about pressure on families who may have little kids uh, up through high school kids who don't want to be there. We're providing much more medical care than any of us are trained to do because we're afraid to go to the hospital. We're afraid to go to the ER, and they don't want you there. In, in fact, many clinics, and, and you, you are uh, part of a uh, three-day-a-week phone call that uh, Wellman is holding among the senior people. I'm just knocked out that at, at clinics, much of what's being done is often being done in the parking lot in someone's car because they don't want you in the clinic. What a cataclysmic change in our world. Uh, how do we handle that? Well, we have to handle it a step at a time. I mean, Lao Tzu said in uh, his book, obviously, the journey to a thousand miles begins with one step. And I think in your metaphor of the recovery, we take it at 24 hours at a time, a day at a time. So if you're a caregiver or anybody listening to this particular show, I agree with you, Ron, that we have to see what's in front of us, what's manageable, which is our reaction, our recovery, and understand there may be simple strategies that we have to look at to help ease this overwhelming sort of information overload, like, you know, limit, limit your time reading or listening to these news stories. These are 24-hour endless cycles of content. These are like in Florida where your Category 5 is coming to us and there's nothing else but that. So it's COVID, COVID, COVID all the time. So limit your time to that and social media and, and just get reliable sources maybe in the morning, maybe before, not before you go to bed because you won't be able to sleep, but sometimes in late afternoon and, and, and take it bite size like that. My little girl, Reagan, who's uh, eight and you've got a little one the same age, uh, said to me just the other day, Daddy, uh, how does that virus kill you? Wow. Yes. Wow, it's true. I told it's her to so call you. Thing, I said, yeah. Yeah, here, call, call Dr. Jamie. I'm going, to, I'm going to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying I said to Reagan, call Dr. Jamie. And I was going to say what a fruitless call that would be, um, <laughs> even though I'm not a bad therapist. In fact, I think I'm pretty good. But when it comes to your own family, um, I think we're kind of a train wreck. We're always legends outside of our own minds, our own cities, our own families. And so if Reagan had called me, she would have found out that I was dealing with the same thing that her daddy Ron was dealing with. So here's what I'm dealing with, obviously, is, is exactly that. I have a fabulous you know, mother of my child. We happen to live across town. Um, but she reacts to stress in a different way. She becomes a bit out of control in her mind. And she might as well be Homeland Security's new uh, administrator because she actually knew what was going to happen in January with the virus, and she stocked up like no tomorrow. And my daughter, who's eight, and she's a great mom, but my daughter's eight is witnessing this. And then if her, God love her, the more out of control you are and in your mind, you know, you've heard it before, the more controlling you are in your environment. Right. So she, she's actually 
you know, living basically in a place I think she could survive for the next 10 years. I don't know psychologically if that's the best for my child. So when I get her half the time, I get to kind of detox and do my best to social distance, but get her out and try to show her another way. But to be frank with you, Ron, we're all going through this new normal. And this normal is something that we really have to understand. We have to adjust to a day at a time for our own health and well-being. And what is the new normal? I have a good friend who's a pain doc here, Dr. Ellen Lynn, uh, who said to me the other day, we were talking about these issues, and she said, we don't know what the next normal is going to be, but we do know it won't be what normal was. So true. So true. And I hopefully we'll do a show in the not-too-distant future about how we can actually find interventions to deal with today. Because take COVID-19 and extrapolate that to any sort of, of de-stressor or what I call dysregulator to our autonomic nervous system. Basically, we have to try to help ourselves feel safe in the moment. In spite of this tidal wave uh, we're dealing with, many people that don't even have a, a job right now or doesn't know where the next check is going to come from, um, we have to really take care of ourselves. How do we feel safe in the moment? That requires us to really explore a lot of interventions we could do on our own. You know, usually I'd send somebody to a therapist. Well, even though that's a wonderful intervention, there are things that we can do actually on our own in pandemics or crises like this. Why don't we talk about that on the next Take 10 coming up next week. Dr. Jamie, we're flat out of time. We thank you very much. Dr. Jamie Heisman, nationally known psychotherapist, expert on caregiving and addictions as well. I'm Ron Aaron. Take 10 comes to you on podcast, and you can get it by Googling Take 10 Podcasts. We'll catch you the next time around.